Gonna I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> well, nobody. This is a podcast. Nobody looks at your hands. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we do our entire podcast like this. <laughs> pitch, what John. are y'all doing with your hands? Here, now my pitch. hand check. Hand check. Hand check. Can't, All right. I can't see his arm's hands. Y'all, y'all ready? You ready? Let's here do we go. It. Oh, here we go. <laughs> New DJ Wet Wipe. Zom never heard this song. Mommy shark Mommy shark Yeah, little kids love this shit. Grandpa Shark. Yep. Grandpa Shark. Yeah, it's so popular. It's so popular with little kids. I had to, I had to hit a song with the very first listen of Baby Shark ever. I don't understand. On the intro of the podcast, a song. Give there's us really your hot much, take. What really do you think much, about Baby Shark? There's not much to understand. I prefer SpongeBob. <laughs> Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Damn. Oh man, what's up everybody? <laughs> First time listeners, we usually don't open with that one, but we had to do it today because we tie in with the topic today on Baby Shark. One of my first shout outs. But this is Original Thoughts, episode number 25, 25. with your boy Cass Money in the building. I got a drop here that I got to find somewhere. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh wait, here's... We got Cassidy in here. Uh. <laughs> and we got Azam in here tonight. What's up, Azam? So the total amount of man hours that were necessary to create Azam were about six million. <laughs> six million. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know Azam loves this one. And one more, we just got a text in. We told our friends we were, we were doing the podcast, and Scott said, play play the uh, the, the meow cat. <laughs> just for Zom. <laughs> and just for Scott on that one. And to Zom's right, we have Doug. Doug, I think we might have a, a new one right here. I'll do it. Can you teach me how to dug You know why? Because all the bitches love me. <laughs> <laughs> Your girl's gonna love this one. Yeah. Can you teach me how to do it? You know why? Cause all the bitches love it. Yes. That's so true. That's so true. All right, what's up? Cheers, boys. Oh, cheers. We're cheers of the night because yeah, Zom brought a growler. Cheers. Whoa. Nice. Cheers. Growler of what, Zom? We have mm. San Diego local modern times. Uh, Fortunate Islands. It's a hoppy wheat ale, 4.8% ABV. Hoppy wheat ale. Dude, um, it's got some great citrus tones to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's refreshing. You can definitely taste the wheat. It's not as um, heavy, not as bitter as a uh, like a, an IPA or something. Mm-hmm. And it tastes even better coming out of a Zom's Yeti. Or your Yeti. Yeti. Your Yeti. Yeti. <laughs> even better because it was free. 
it yeah. was free. Though. Shout out to Modern Times for hooking us up. Um, they had you some... know, we weren't, we aren't, we're not sponsored yet, but we're, we're kind of sponsored because we got it for free. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe it's just Azam's good looks. Azam, Azam was panhandling outside of Modern Times. <laughs> and they, was not. they had to give him something. <laughs> <laughs> he was loitering. They didn't, they didn't know how else to get rid of him. Azam, Azam was like, hey. Number one. I'll <laughs> listen to the podcast. <laughs> you listen to our podcast, and yeah. we'll plug you. Modern Times, and what what would we rate this one? I would give it a eight point one. I really um, like it. High score. I really like it. It's uh, very good. I'm gonna go a little bit lower because I don't love wheat beers. I'm oh, gonna go five point nine. Good lord, that's what, low. Really. Yeah, it was free. No, it was, it's it's actually okay. I'm just going lower because I'm always going so high. You always say that. <laughs> I would say uh, seven point six. I do like it a lot. Yeah, it's good. Modern Times is one of my favorite. It, you guys just what's have, interesting. You guys have no palate. What's wrong with you? No, I have a palate. I, I gave. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I gave the Natter Days like a you know you gave three point zero. No, I, I think it. Doug gave the Natter Days a higher score. Than I gave it a ten. He did. We sure are did. never going to get Modern Times to sponsor us because of that. <laughs> yeah, right there, you Doug. want Natter Days well, sponsoring? Maybe us? if they make a strawberry so. lemonade beer, we'll give them a ten. You know what's interesting about Modern <laughs> Times is that we've both had friends visit from out of town, and they wanted to do some hit up some breweries, and they were recommended by other friends to go to Modern Times. Yep. So yeah. It's like one of those that is you know a San Diego local staple beer, but. Not as like famous as Stone or Ballast Point, I think. Exactly. I'm trying to get my buddy to work there. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna, He we, needs hey. to become the new Modern Times brewer. Then we're really going to start getting some free beer from there. I'll, I'll gladly plug Modern Times every single podcast. Every single podcast. Every single free beer. I'll give every Modern Times for Original Thoughts. We, yeah. <laughs> Modern <laughs> Times for Original Thoughts. I love it. What a better duo. Right? <laughs> um, so we started off with Baby Shark because, did you guys see this report? Shout out to this um, Florida park that is playing Baby Shark on repeat <laughs> because they're trying to keep the homeless out of the park. <laughs> it's a foundation, annoying the homeless. Can you imagine <laughs> that? Just just Baby Shark, just nonstop. on repeat, nonstop, the whole time, just hearing this. Assuming... Assuming that a percentage, assuming that a percentage of these homeless people already have a mental condition, <laughs> I can't imagine this is going to help. No, not at all. You know what I've heard, and this is um, uh, related to the idea of like trying to rid uh, areas of, of like the homeless population. Mm-hmm. I had heard a story, and you guys can tell me if you've heard this. Is that there are some cities that give one way tickets to homeless people to other cities? Yeah, it's to San Diego. Them. That's the thing, right? Well, Am I, I making that I up? they were doing it from like San Francisco down to San Diego. I, I also heard some were doing Diego. it to Hawaii. Yeah. One way to Hawaii. I've heard that. A one-way one way flight to Hawaii? I'll act yeah. homeless for a one-way flight to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, <laughs> right? Just show up and just like my All tattered of a sudden, clothes. Hawaii is like just... not showering after like two yeah. days. And then just be like, yeah, I'm a homeless. Like, yeah. <laughs> send me out there. Hawaii is just mainly homeless people soon. They do, have a, they do have a problem. Yeah. With they, homeless people. I didn't know if that was real. So that's why I brought it up. I'd heard that, but I didn't. I've heard about credible sources. I've heard Hawaii, but I've heard uh, San Diego for sure. Yeah. One of the reasons why it has such a big homeless problem is because people bust them from all parts of the country. In particular, like Northern California, like Arizona, Phoenix, or whatever. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think this is a viable option for San Diego to 
keep the homeless out of certain areas around just San Diego. Baby shark on just all the speakers. Baby shark on repeat. Or, yeah, I think it would work. <laughs> I think I think if I'm somewhere long enough and that song's playing, I'm probably going to leave. YouTube does have an hour repeat of Baby Shark. <laughs> I'm sure they do. And so I'm sure you just put that on just for an hour. Just all you need is an hour. Next time we keep all the catch his arm sleeping, we're going to put that into his headphones and put it Dude, on him. Clean. So we can incept like your dreams. Minutes. That would definitely. Mind. <laughs> I want to incept your dreams with Baby Shark. Um, this latest trend. Yeah. Area Fifty One, dude. I I like I I, I love this because I like, I want to talk about aliens so bad. On <laughs> yeah. We never have a good reason, dude. And now this we is the do. perfect reason. So if you haven't, if you've been hiding under a rock and you haven't seen this, <laughs> someone created a Facebook invite um, that says, "Let's storm Area Fifty One. They can't stop all of us. <laughs> Let's go see them aliens." The only people who haven't heard about this are the people that are living currently in Area 151. Yeah. The aliens that are in Area 51 yeah. begging for us to storm it. So 1.7 million people said they're That's going, awesome. attending this event on Friday, September 20th. There's nothing that will bring humans together like the thought of aliens being real. Well, So they're, they're supposed to meet up at 3 a.m. Friday, September 20th, go? outside of Area 51. And they said they're going to run like Naruto, which is an anime comic. And where they run with their arms directly behind their back. <laughs> it's supposed to make them more oh, aerodynamic God. and faster. I hope so they're going to dodge all the bullets by running like Naruto. <laughs> so they can make it into Area 51. I hope there's a good <laughs> amount of those people Three that do that. aliens. That's <laughs> so funny. I hope there's a ton of people that do that. And I and hope... I don't actually want anyone to get shot. But I hope no. that the army's there and they're... Yeah, they have guns pulled. <laughs> so the Air Force has responded. Yeah, that's what I saw. The Air Force has said um, pretty much... Like we are not afraid to protect U.S. assets. Yeah, yeah. Like and they didn't say they're going to be lethal, <laughs> but they also said like That's it's so going to be funny. dangerous for anyone trying to come into Area 51. Does not allowed. What do you What do you think they're holding down there? Oh, uh, dude, they they got like time travel devices. <laughs> yeah. They got. I mean, if, that, you, that, if you saw that, like the Bob Lazar thing from Men in Black, dude, I watched the Joe Rogan podcast with uh, Bob Lazar. I haven't seen it, and he's essentially saying they have like gravity distortion fields where they can just. Send aircrafts like anywhere, and you can't shoot bullets through it, and it's yeah. invisible. And it's like, and he worked at Area 51 back in like the 70s, dude. I hope there's real aliens there. <clears throat> the real aliens working alongside us. What would what would be what would be the main um, draw for the U.S. government to hide that from us? Do you think mass panic? Panic of an outside world. Maybe it would it would, it would maybe they want to prevent people from looking for it. I don't, I, don't, I don't really know. It sounds ridiculous, I think. I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm trying to, st- you, I'm trying to stir up a... fire, like, invisible laser beams at everybody to stop <laughs> yeah. them at once. They're just gonna, like, they're going to start a Naruto running towards the Area 51, like, gate, and then, like, this force field is going to just come down <laughs> on them. Yeah. Just stop everybody. They all just hit an invisible wall. Why is no one concerned about areas 1 through 50? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. What are what are those areas? Yeah, I bet that's where all the real know. shit is. But then they're yeah. like, "Oh, yeah, Area Fifty One." All the aliens at Area yeah. Forty Nine are just like idiots. Yeah, yeah. That's probably <laughs> where all the the technology is. If he wants a decoy, what's hilarious is all these brands are now getting a part of it. Like Bud Light said, yeah. "Like we do not support uh, the running of, or running into Area Fifty One." And then they said, "Screw it! <laughs> Any aliens that come to Area Fifty One get free beer." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
There's like yeah. a poster like Chuck Norris said, like, I'm coming for Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if aliens show up, you got to give them a free beer. Right, let's um, see what happens. Mia, I, I, Mia Khalifa says she's going to distract all the guards in Area 51 <laughs> so everybody can run in. <laughs> I bet Some people said they're going to change teams, become a guard for Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> Support the alien race. <laughs> if it means Mia. I think, I think it's absolutely hilarious. And the guy who did it was like just did it as a prank. And oh, yeah. now blown up. It, his his name is like you know shit posting for fun like that's yeah, exactly. his name. Uh, He's kind like, of just poking fun at it. But. And so now he like gave an interview and he was like, um, so I did this as a big joke, but uh, <laughs> now everybody's one point seven said one point seven million said they're going. One point three million said they're interested. <laughs> is there so any way he like, can like the monetize? is gonna come knocking on my door. Yeah, he needs to be selling merch. That's what I'm saying. Is there any way he, he needs can to be selling like monetize this? Area 51, it's not like t-shirts. Uh, that's what he should have done. Oh, he could he'd yeah, make a killing. Oh god, easily. Because for, fa- for a Facebook event, you can't really we sell merch for Area 51. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Let's go to Vegas. Let's go to, go to Vegas. Post up. Be like, hey, make sure you grab your merchandise. Grab your like sell it online. Men in black gear and all that. Link it to the site. Mm-hmm. Your mind eraser. We could we could plug it on the podcast. We get like 10, ten people to buy. It. Oh, that's what was that what it was called? Neuralizer. Neuralizer. Yeah. Neuralizer and, and maybe that's where Man in Black is housed at. It's possible. We're gonna find yeah. Will Smith. Well, let's say Tommy Lee Jones is gonna be there. Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, what's the latest? What's the the Thor? And, and the guy Chris who, Hemsworth and the guy who drank the the sugar water. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't want to try quoting him because he sounds <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Clearly. They're going to lock me up in Area 51. Oh, can, we, can we do another shout out? Just oh, on, yeah. on the topic of space and aliens yeah. and stuff. Um, on a more serious note, um, this Saturday, tomorrow, is the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 yes, moon is. landing. Oh, that's right. 50 years since, 50 years since, since Neil Armstrong. First on the moon. Since Neil Armstrong walked on the moon for the first time ever. I feel like it's been getting some attention. It's been like obviously overshadowed, and but like to me, like it, it's great to celebrate it. But you know, it just the fact that it's been I, they went to the moon a few times after that, and a few other Apollo missions. But we'll, we'll just say for the fact that it's been fifty years since we've done anything like that, it's a long time. We, the technology that we did it with at the time was like the, all of the computing power that is within a uh, that was within the Saturn V rocket. Yep. It amounts to like what you would find on a calculator. Yeah, yeah our smartphones have that. more computing power I've than heard that, yeah. um, they did when they landed on the moon for the first time. That's right. Uh, but NASA is planning to go back to the moon in 2024, and they're bringing the first woman to the moon. They say mm. that. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that that comes to fruition. But it's, it's the government, so things are going to run a little bit slower. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. Um, like, the, like Everyone in the government supporting it right now, even our president supporting it. Um, so it's, you know, it's a partisan is- issue, um, mm. bipartisan issue, but, uh, what's cool is like, even Elon Musk is weighing in on, it. he's like, we could be on the moon in like two years from now. We just, he's like, we could probably just send a rocket up there before, like, while y'all are still discussing it and like just mm-hmm. land on the moon and start sending people up there. It all comes down to what's going to make the most money for people. That's really what it comes down to. Back then, yeah. back in the sixties, when we went to the moon during the Apollo program, there was so much more money being shoveled into the to nasa into the space program. A competition it was a competition space yeah race. space race against the russians now there's really no competition to get to the moon again or get to It'll be elon to musk versus jeff bezos yeah and but the other, th- <laughs> the other thing is if there were resources say they found oil on the moon 
we would be there within a year. All right, yeah, yeah. You know? America's <laughs> bringing freedom to the moon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to free these moon rocks. <laughs> Give us some oil. Yeah, seriously. That's no, not, it's, all, well, it's always all about money. So, and that's a good argument, Azam. It's like, really, the, the whole spacefaring thing is going to be uh, ran by essentially private companies and like nations that are mining minerals, right? Right. But the cost to go and get those minerals <clears throat> and bring them back to Earth and refine them and everything. It's not very cost efficient right now. Mm, cost is right. very high to get that done. So like you need some you're not you don't have very good profit margins when you're running that right now. So like you that's why it's huge that um, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk like they're both working towards having and Richard reusable, Branson too. Richard Branson reusable rockets. S- instead of building the pipeline going through the middle of the country, we should just extend the pipeline from Earth the whole way up to the moon and we can ju- it can just be like a laundry chute. There's, there's been a lot of discussion about that. Just having like a, a moon elevator, <laughs> moon essentially. Elevator. Yeah, how would you do it with everything spinning? Yeah, it'd be a little, a little hard. This is above my pay grade. You got any thoughts? As I was about to say, is that good? Oh well, clearly it has to like end. You're the resonance right, guy, right above the the Earth, right? It can't be connected to the right. Earth. There has to be like it has to connect to the space station or something that like just orbits the Earth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They'd have to spin almost. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what we really need to do, and I think is what they're discussing for Mars, is like creating some type of like space station that orbits Mars. Right. And mm-hmm. then so we send missions to that space station, like refuel, resupply, and then send it down to Mars from there. And I always heard, I, or I just recently heard, I think it was Elon that was saying that he didn't think that space stations were like, uh, well, I can't remember why he said that he didn't think they were a good idea. But he didn't think, he didn't think that it was, it was the future, though. And I can't remember why now. Did you guys? Did you guys read that? I didn't hear about that. There's something about he had something negative to say about space stations, I know. but that has been, from my understanding, the most our current space station idea. is really out of date. Yeah, you run in on a lot of old technology. It's breaking down. The There's a lot of maintenance. Yeah. yeah, our current international space station. Yeah. Um, so they're talking about actually decommissioning that and creating like a new one. I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's I'd in go. discussion right now. They've been talking about doing. I heard about the one potentially orbiting Mars. I've also heard like a base station on the moon potentially. Yeah. Well, to do any type of deep space exploration as humans, like we're going to need some type of space station like orbiting our planet or the moon or the moon or like a little bit further out that we can link up to and then go from there. Yeah. You know how like uh you know how you ever always get those questions like, "Oh, how much money would you spend to go to the moon?" I have a, my my question always is how much time would you be willing to give up on Earth to go to the moon? Like if you, if if you if someone said you know Zamakasi you guys have this trip I can we'll take you to the moon but you have to give up five years of your life here on Earth would you go? What, what do you mean give up? Like I would spend five years on the moon or like I'd be training for you, like you'd you spend five years on the moon. Spend five years? On yeah, the moon? you like, have to though. You don't have to. So yeah, I'm gonna need some anti. Like, like say, Mars would be a better example well, because what, to get to Mars would take years. I think what posed the question was that movie, The Martian, when they right. went to the Mar. Yeah, when no, they went to Mars, and then to, he, to and to Matt Damon was there half, forever. Man. I'm saying like there and back, it's years, and whatever yeah. much time you spend there. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just an interesting question to me because I always thought about like yeah, everyone would be willing to spend a certain amount of money for this, but if you're giving up your time on Earth, then then it becomes less attractive to me. Well, yeah, I mean, the the worst part of it all is, like, dealing with the radiation hitting your body. You know, we have, like, the protective, like, ozone layer here on the Earth that protects a lot of the sun's radiation. Dude, you, th- you think I'd be tan? And <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, but you, you want to get tanner, buddy. He was I, just, get a, I get a moon tan? You'd probably get cancer faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
So that's the worst part. And that and like being in zero gravity, like your um like your skin, like so like we're constantly like our clothes are constantly touching us and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But being zero gravity in the suits, like you just you don't touch it. I mean like your fingers and stuff touch it, but like everything else is just hovering around you. Yeah, yeah. And so like that was the one thing that was uh Commander Hatfield spent a year in space. Uh-huh. And that's the one thing he talked about when he came back is just feeling gravity again and like everything touching the skin. Like he just felt like he was on fire the whole time. Uh-huh. Like, it was it was really Plus your muscles feeling. atrophy too. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. They they say your bone density goes down too. Mm-hmm. Just because less resistance over time. Yeah. That you're in zero gravity. I right. Guess. Right. Yeah. You don't have to need the, you don't use those muscles, I guess. Yeah. Because even though we're just chilling right now, our muscles are still doing work. They're right. resisting gravity. Yeah. So when I'm you're in the twelve ounce curls right now, so <laughs> <laughs> can't do that in the moon. That's for sure. <laughs> How many a... years sober would you give up to go to the moon? You just have a little beer pouch that would squirt in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Um, all right. Speaking of sp- the moon space race, what about uh, <laughs> space race with Russia? What about this face app that has ties back to Russia? Doug, you said you used it. I put I even after I heard that the Russians were gonna take my picture, I still put my picture up there. I uh, I just wanted to see what I'd look like old. I don't. How'd what, you look old? Oh, I look great. Yeah. Um, I no, I don't. Yeah, I look, yeah. I look, show it to all the podcasts. Listeners. I look super. I wanted to show at least you. I know I showed it on. I look just super wrinkly. That's what they do. They just. They just wrinkle shit out of you, give you gray hair. Oh my god, they, you do. They make, you look tanner though, right there. I do look tanner. They, this is when the, the the skin cancer has set in. I like how you, <laughs> you keep your 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 hairstyle. My hairstyle stays the same. Yeah, it didn't move. Um, but yeah, no, I had actually heard that. Yeah, that it was like this app. You know, I guess like in the fine print, they were basically saying, yeah, we're not. Um, you know, we are gonna we could use your stuff for. You know, obviously I'm super paraphrasing, but generally exactly. that, that your stuff is all at, at risk and. Um, I still did. No, just so essentially, your pictures saying, are up on the internet, anyways. It's so, like, according to this article from the Washington Post, um, they're saying that they can use any of the pictures <laughs> and information that you upload to the app for free, right? And they can they can like resell that information, um, which is actually what the Washington Post is saying standard across any type of um, user agreements when you download an app and mm-hmm. then hit yes on the user agreement. Mm-hmm. That pretty much all this, all the apps out there are going to be using your information for free and they can resell it and make money off of you. Right. Um, what mean, they did say is, yes, it was built by a Russian company, uh, but this person, born in Russia, he worked for Microsoft for many years, actually developed the app in 2014 while he was working for Microsoft. Um, and... All the all of your information is stored on American um, servers, so it's not stored okay. in Russia, and the app doesn't have access to any of your other information, like bank accounts, personal information, only what you give it. Nice. So I mean, it, it was a little bit of of a perfect storm, and like you know, we as a society, American society, right now, we have a lot of fears, like Russia and China. And uh, what they're doing with our, you know, we're very um, cognizant of our data privacy now and right. what they're doing with our, what those other countries might be doing with our privacy information or our data. Yeah. And our, Obviously, know. I wouldn't want them to have, you know, certain information. But if they if all they can obtain is a selfie of me, I'm, I'm, I can live with that. Ah, hey, man, you never know. <laughs> Watch your post could be wrong and they got yeah. all your and, news. And, so, and if I'm wrong, yeah, then they'll have. And according to um, passwords and according to Snapchat, they don't del- actually delete all the photos you sent. So all those really? naked photos you sent, Snapchat's yeah. got them. 
Damn. Cass? Yeah. You the have... sword of the servers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, send, those, send those back to me. <laughs> <laughs> I want them back. I was looking good. I... 30, 30 is not looking great on me, but back then. <laughs> back at 29. <laughs> Thanks for back at 20. All in tech. <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Let's get to our first Let's segment. Get to our first segment. The new segment. The first new segment number that one. we started last week. Our, our number one segment. Our number one segment. <laughs> and he's signed. Number one. Azam. <laughs> Azam's Let's. Affairs. Let's hear Yay. about Let's hear. Okay, first off, we need we need a recap. Um, all we need is a did you or did you not meet up with that girl that um Doug and I coached you on last week? I did not. Damn it. So Doug and I are 0 for 1. 0 for 1. <laughs> I think we're going to be 0 Way for to go, Doug. This was my Way fault. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have told you. I don't remember. I didn't what did we even wait? Yeah, she had we... everything except a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> what well, what did we even what did we even uh what was said to her last week? I can't uh, remember. Yeah, let's find out. Um did, did, I mean she followed up a little bit. Like yeah, she responded she to it. She was responding while we were hanging out. She was. And I think like the I mean, well, in, inherently uh kind of lose your momentum when you did you not pull the trigger fast enough well no we i, I offered to hang out or whatever right or did yeah. you pull the trigger too fast <laughs> that's possible so hey. so he was asking she for replied is that uh, we left off with hey do you want to go to like the farmer's market or something yeah oh Remember? that's right that's right yeah, yeah and she's like oh i can't i'm having dinner with my parents so Which was I a said, bold fist lie. Hmm, well, usually I don't meet a girl's parents this early, but sure, I'd love to meet them. <laughs> Which I think is hilarious. And she like laughed at that. I do yeah. think it's funny. That was funny. But then, like you know, there was no exchange of messages or whatever, and maybe that's where I dropped the ball. I should have continued. Mm. But I, I kind of like. Yeah, but you don't want to seem like over eager. Of course, that's, yeah. Like, it's a fine line on these dating apps. Like, okay, what is like funny, like. Yep. I should continue it, the conversation or what now I start to sound like over eager and desperate. Yeah. And you put like I think you had like two pretty funny lines and she yeah. like laughed at him but then never really said anything back. Yeah, right. so, so I don't, then I don't it's kind of like you. Yeah. No, um, no, for sure, but but also like she initially said she might be going to Joshua Tree, but if not like she yeah. don't have to go on an adventure or whatever. That's a question. Did I you... was going on a trip though. I was going to be in Sac. So like right. had I been around, maybe something could have no, come but up. But she was it. just giving it out though. I don't know, but you know, now like... here's a question then. Can you can you reopen one that's like sat dormant like that for a little bit? Well, so yesterday I messaged her. I was like, "How was Joshua Tree?" And oh, she, so you did. Oh, she, she did respond. So. Oh, okay. Ooh. Interesting. But she didn't match. So maybe she doesn't use the app that much anymore. That's know. true. That's right, so, but that but that is a I think that's a uh, a thing people consider is whether once you stop talking can you start again, and I think um, well you still match yes, with them you might as well as long as it's it. funny, like yeah. uh, so I I remember like uh, probably six years ago when my buddy was on Tinder, I um I jumped on his profile I was like sending like girls messages for him yeah and he, he messaged one girl like four months prior to me getting on there yeah and it was like hey like. We're going down the, to the beach today. I want to meet there. Yeah. She said, sure. And I was like, yeah, did you ever meet up with this girl? And he was like, nah, she never showed up. But I was like, oh, wow. my boys, like, whatever. Yeah. And so I messaged her, like, four months later. I was like, hey, I'm still sitting in the water. My toes are getting wrinkly. <laughs> <laughs> and she laughed and, like, started yeah. messaging him again. Nice. Like, yes. She's like, I'm so, going to stand I mean, them up again. It's not all lost. I think you just got to be playful on those apps, right? Yeah, you can't take it seriously. If she, but if she doesn't respond to your, your, uh, 
your inquiry about Joshua Tree, then you can't say anything again. No, no, no. no then it's definitely that's, it's that's definitely the rule of thumb. Line. I think it's yeah. a good rule of thumb. Like when you're uh, dating people, it's like all right, you send one message. And if they don't reply, you get one more message to send after that. Right. And right. if they don't reply to that, just you gotta move on. Yeah. And it's over. Right. All right, Azam, what we got this week, man? Hit us hit us with a bumble tender, uh hinge, plenty of fish, uh, e harmony. You ever see that Clint Eastwood movie? Like the Western one? Uh they the good, tender? the bad, and the ugly? Yeah, you know the theme song? Yeah, I think so. I, you yeah. know how it starts with like, you know, uh, there's tumbleweed kind of rolling in the in the background. Yeah. That's basically been my dating life for the past. <laughs> oh, come on, man. And you, in the Tinder profile, you see the tumbleweed go across. Like, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Listen, so listen, no listen, so listen. no, no recent matches? No, I've had some. A couple yeah, yeah, yeah come on. Hit us, hit us with a... All right. Let's at least see. What, we what, can at who, least do an opening line for the people. Who okay. are we working with? What is match? a good... Yeah. Hey, what is she like? You match up with somebody? Yeah, like, what's a good opening a cute line? French girl. Um, oh, there you go, French French girls. Yeah, yeah. She, I said bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> oh, is this it? This is it? Nice. Oh, there it is. That's badass. It actually sounds more badass than I was thinking. <laughs> Dude. Dude, this is the Azam's walkout song. <laughs> this is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. D- now stop it with the tumbleweed dating life analogy. Yeah. This is a badass song, man. <laughs> yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah, if this is how your dating life is going, you're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> you are killing it, buddy. Damn, I'm getting hyped just listening to it. <laughs> All right, let's send off some messages. What we got here? All right. Come on. Should we should we do some cold openers? Yeah, cold yeah, openers. Let's do a cold opener. Yes. This girl, Veronica, she just moved to oh. San Diego. She's okay. like 178 centimeters tall. Wait, what? what? <laughs> no, put put that from, in freedom units. She's from Europe. Put that in freedom units. 178. <laughs> freedom um, units. <laughs> Took me a second. I don't, I don't know what 178 <laughs> centimeters means. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's have a... 5 foot 10 inches. She's tall. Damn. Oh, wow. 5'10 is pretty tall for yeah, a girl. And her picture, she looks, she looks pretty cute in that one. Right? Oh, yeah. Veronica, and then she's Veronica like, with a K. She travels. And then, then she's like on a Oh, wait. Boat. Weren't we not supposed to say their names? Wait. Shit. Then she looks, like, she looks like a pirate. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> don't we know oh, get her do a pirate no, joke. No, no, this is some other pirate joke. Pirate joke, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Want to go? Uh, yeah. What, what are, what's a good pirate joke? Um, ah, dude, hit it, hit it with the. Oh, ah, no, the, the Pirates of the Caribbean one. Like, hey, did you uh, did you hear about the new Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> movie coming out? I'm excited. I don't know. She's like, no or yes or whatever. Do you, do you know what it's rated? R. <laughs> what's your favorite? What's your favorite cookie? Or what's a pirate's favorite cookie? Uh, I don't know. Ships Ahoy. <laughs> Shits yeah. Ahoy? Shits Ahoy. Shits Ahoy. <laughs> Are you going to do a pirate joke? Yeah, I did the Pirates of the Caribbean. Wait, but what if she doesn't know that she looked like a pirate in that picture? She could make... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. If she doesn't know she doesn't look like a pirate. Oh, okay, no, that's that's clearly pirate. Clearly that's clearly pirate. Cosplaying as a pirate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's It'd going been on funnier before. had she it had, like just kind of been piratish, and then yeah. you gave her a pirate line. She's like, "Damn, I look like a pirate in the picture." Yeah, no, she's full pirate. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> and this girl here, the French one, I said, "Will you teach me how to speak French?" She's like, "Yes, of course." Ha ha ha. I said, "Ha ha ha." Magnifique. And I was like, "Will you teach me how to French kids?" She's like, "No, sorry." Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you went all out. And then I asked her, "Why did you move to San Diego?" She's like jujitsu. 
Jiu-jitsu. 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 Like just... Unmatch. Unmatch. Gonna beat the <laughs> shit out of you. You went hard with that French kiss line. She was like, mm-mm. mm Beat his ass. But she laughed, though. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, I don't know. All right, so, been... so hopefully the right, pirate so what do you, do you usually lead, or lead with dad jokes on your openers? Uh, you, or say, say something like, interesting up? about their profile, or I don't know. Uh, okay. like, nah, dude. So okay. I wanted to follow up on on this because, like, if if people are expecting a lot of dates to emerge from dating profile apps or whatever, they're gonna be disappointed. I did go on a date, but that was through uh, someone from yeah. mutual friend um, this past week. But did you see that picture I just texted you guys? Mm-hmm. Take take a look at this. Well, maybe snap. we can share this on our uh, on our. On our Twitter, Instagram? Twitter, Twitter or Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, this yeah. is like, it was posted on Reddit. Some of my friends from Sacramento shared this with the group chat. And it the picture depicts like... So he's saying, this dude. This dude's saying that he had... This is a girl. 30, this is a girl. This is a girl? This is a girl. Oh, shit. Yeah. So this girl's saying she had 30,000 total swipes. Yeah. She swiped left 26,000 times, swiped right 3,600 times. Correct. Right? Yeah. She had, of the swipe rights... She had uh, 1,200 no matches, 2,400 matches. Of the matches, she had um, 1,200 no messaging and 1,100, almost 200 messaging. So the matches were split 50-50. Um, of the messaging, she had uh, one message, so only one message conversation, 734 times. She had 453 longer conversations than one message of those longer conversations 448 of them never met up and then of the ones of the longer conversations she went on five dates so 30 almost 30,000 swipes five dates five, holy and, shit and after that three of them were one date one of them was they went on multiple dates and one of them was a long term relationship so she had three one night stands uh, one multiple dates and then one long term relationship <laughs> yeah. so, dude 30,000 swipes but how, how many swipes she figured she did a day I don't know. Because so, there's sometimes, like, when I was on the apps, like, you, I feel like I would do all my swiping in one day and then not touch it for a while. Well, this is over multiple years because you can't swipe that many times. There's not 30,000 people on it in a month. Right, right. It runs out of people. You know? so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. True. So true. this is over multiple years that she's doing this. And, I mean, she, like, even admits it there, like, one long-term dating. Like, dude, that's insane. Let's say if she'd only done that for a year, it would have been 82 swipes a day for a year. Yeah, that's a lot. What yeah. about over three years? Over three years? Come on, math, math or not? <laughs> oh, gosh. I just canceled out of it. One job. Basically, it's... Uh, you could just do like 82 divided by three, right? Yeah, just 30. 30. 30 swipes a day. That's fair. Roughly 30. Roughly 30. I mean, it was at least three years or more. Yeah, um, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, the odds are not not five dates though. That's insane. I mean, I will say like, I my experience from dating apps similar. Yeah, like, I had um, a bunch I, of matches and only went on like a couple of dates. I only went on a couple of dates too. The whole time I've ever been on it. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's, what so what does that say about? Dating dating apps just aren't successful. It's and I, I was just accredited it to my own fault that I just would. You'd, I'd get into the conversations, let the conversations die out, and just never really feel like doing that, going on the actual. No, it's just like dating apps. I think 
maybe people are using them and they're going on dates or they're more serious about them. I don't really know. But I just think that by and large, people use it as a means for like validation and yeah. to like also they feel like they're out there and they're you know making an effort to meet people but they're you know it, it's the Ooh, lowest so there you go. it's the lowest like form of effort that is required you know you're not out there engaging in face-to-face conversation it enables the people who aren't comfortable enough for the a lot of the face-to-face stuff to get out there more so then you run into more of the people who are doing that and then don't want to continue on to that face-to-face part. Interesting aside, I did, um, when we went out, when we were at the wedding last weekend, we went to brunch after, because it was an interesting wedding. It was, the, the ceremony was in the morning at like 11 o'clock, and the reception was in the evening at like 6, 6.30. Mm-hmm. And in between we had, you know, six hours or whatever um, after the ceremony was over to just kind of like do whatever we wanted. So a bunch of friends and, and I went to brunch and while we're at brunch, you know, the, the waitress was, you know, she's really friendly, pretty cute. She's cute? Yeah. And I, I thought she about... one or zero? Huh? One. One? Yeah. What? what Doug, explain the scale. Do you know no, the scale? No, I, I was going to One or zero. All right. For, <laughs> is this, this is a binary scale? Binary scale. So for everybody out there who doesn't know the binary scale, um, there's no like zero through ten. It's either one or zero. Uh-huh. Uh, one, you would hook up with them. Zero, you wouldn't. Oh, so it's very it black and white here. Huh? Yeah, and well, she, and, and, and on a zero to ten scale, she was pretty. You know, give her like you know seven and a half, eight. Seven and a half, so eight, so eight. like a six on the east coast. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so east coast, west coast scale. Wait, what? No, yeah. it's backwards. Where you got your? No, okay. no, east coast, west coast scale. So west coast, um, girls are all like very attractive, right? Oh, wait, no, I did have it You backwards. did it backwards. So she's a 10 on the East Coast. I guess, yeah. Yeah. So if she's an 8 on the West Coast, it's because everyone's very attractive out here, right? <laughs> you bring it to the East Coast, you're not 10. as yeah. attractive. A, a you got winter months. You a, don't work out as much as the winter Coast months. A West Coast 8 is an East, or I'm sorry, an East Coast 8 would be a West Coast 6. Exactly. So East Coast 8 would be a West Coast 6. You always just add two more points for the East Coast scale when compared to the West Coast. So yes, continue your story as well. She was a... West Coast 8, <laughs> which is a good rating. I think he's using a different calculator when he does his math. Right? <laughs> you said she was a West Coast 8. I'm just know, making a joke. But <laughs> anyway, like, so she's really friendly. Like, you know, we're all dressed up because we were just at the, at the wedding or whatever. And she's obviously like, we have this good energy or whatever. And she's like kind of hanging out and talking to us. At, towards the end of our brunch, you know, I asked her, I was like, so have you ever crashed a wedding before? <laughs> and she was like, no, I don't think so. I'm like, well, you're welcome to come crash ours if you want to. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'd love to, but I have another party tonight Like that she, I'm hosting, you know, some something that she, excuse she had. And, but she, I could tell, like, she definitely was thinking about it, though, because, you know, like, it wasn't a hard no. She was playing with her hair. She was, like, smiling a lot, and she was like, yeah. she wanted to say yes. She wanted to. Hey, she, she saw that face. She was like, hmm. <laughs> so but wait but what did she was she the point of the of the story was how about how different it is when you ask somebody and demonstrate interest in person versus uh, by swiping right on an app mm-hmm. it holds that much more value because you know it, it takes a certain amount of of effort and and courage to go and ask someone knowing that you probably will be rejected just like 30,000 people were rejected on, on this girl's, you know, Tinder account, right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. 
but There's no accountability on the apps. Right, but in real and no. face to face, you have to like you learn a lot about someone when you initiate that kind of question, because you see like how if you're going to get rejected, how do they do it? They do it without grace. They weren't really worth your time anyway. And confidence is such an attraction. Yeah, yeah. confidence. And, and so, if, smooth talker. If some someone does it, it doesn't require confidence to do the dating apps, really. Whereas if you do, no. if you meet somebody in person and they're they're yeah. forward and and, and a, a, you know willing to approach you with the with the risk of rejection, then they they're just more confident or appearing more confident. Right. So I think that's probably part of it too. Just, just, just walks up. Azam just walks up. He's like, just like damn. Damn. All right. Speaking of dating apps, relationships, let's get right to it. Insta poll this week. Insta poll. Insta poll. Hold on. We got um, we got a new drop for the Insta poll. Oh, new one. This is new DJ Wet White. Oh, is it? Yeah. Insta. DJ Wet White. Yeah, this might be the new intro. Hard for the insta poll though. Might be a little bit too hard for the insta poll. Alright, let's get right to it. Insta poll this week. Question was Should you tell your friend that you don't like their significant other? And now we have What do y'all think? Oh, we have we have a stake. I had a suggestion from uh, one of our listeners. He suggested that we instead of vocalizing what we're gonna like predict yeah write it down give it to cassie oh true so because then we can't go off what he yeah uh, right oh yeah all right That's so let's each shout text kevin because we'll it's a good idea i think we'll each text cassidy yeah um on a separate yeah, that's fair yeah that's fair okay yeah, yeah all right so should you tell your friend that you don't like their significant other and people are gonna vote yes or no oh boy should you wait question again the question is should you tell your friend that you don't like their significant other and so people are either going to agree that that you should tell your friend if you don't like their their boyfriend or girlfriend or they're going to say no if they if they wouldn't say anything. that's a tough one man mm-hmm. that's a tough one mm-hmm. um yeah i have well i guess we can't really speculate out loud can we otherwise we might we might sway each other i'll tell you what why don't we text him <laughs> right, let's just text he him says right it and then we explain our thought process okay yeah yeah down down okay oh man this is this is more stressful <laughs> i like it though uh, all right did you already send yours not yet no not yet i accidentally sent it to our group chat because <laughs> the same one all right uh, i sent it directly to you Cass. For some reason, I got two separate text messages from y'all. Oh, oh but, yeah, 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 because yeah. we each did. Yeah, yeah. I th- you said you sent it to the group chat. No, 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 because like, no, no, no. then he'll see. That it, doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, that was a good idea. Then we don't sway each other. Damn, you guys are um, right next to each other. So shit, <laughs> 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 Doug. <laughs> Doug said sixty um, percent. Yeah, said yes mm-hmm. that you Please should no tell. Way. What'd you do? Your friend, you don't like their significant other. Uh-huh. Azam said, fifty-five percent oh, said yes. Oh. I almost said sixty-one percent. Really? Yeah, I was like, I should go a little lower. We're gonna have to fuck with each other. And so thing. the uh, the final score. Oh come on, baby, let's hear it. Final score is uh, 
69%. Oh, baby, let's count it. Dude, I'm gonna chop that hair off. I can't (laughs) wait to chop that hair off. (laughs) No, I can never. I can never chop that hair off. Can't wait to chop that hair off. Damn it, man! What's that money, dude? I I only got two two more, and I got you. Well, I got two more. So (laughs) I'm only two ahead of you, though. What was your thought process? Uh, we had we had some good feedback right. here, right? And so people were telling us, um, responding back to this, or our, our one friend was saying, you know, absolutely, like you have to tell the person that you don't like their significant other, right? Okay. Um, yeah. and for arguing for the other side, mm-hmm. other friends saying, um, like, hey, if my if my friend is being mistreated, or they're having a negative negative impact on my friend. Yes. Mm-hmm. If I just think they're boring, ugly, or dumb, <laughs> <laughs> then it's not my business. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's a funny. That was. Funny. I was like, I was like, so you wouldn't help a friend out? If they did to blow their league. It was like I just assume there's shit I don't now, know about. Right. I actually, yeah, I, I have to. As I mean, obviously that was funny, just in the fact they said if they think they're ugly or boring. But I have to agree with that. I think if it was. Oh wait. So let's. I guess. The reason why I've said was we were going to say why we picked our, our answers. I figured more people would say yes because of the idea of it just being like a more a more helpful uh, sediment to their friend to tell them what they thought. But I think in a lot of cases, it, you're probably better off keeping it to yourself, which is why I went slightly more yes, but not heavily yes. That's what I was thinking too. But then again, it seems like we have a lot of friends that they look out for their friends, right? Yeah. yeah, and they definitely like don't want to be honest with their friends, and that's the whole point of having friends, which is good. Um, and I think, you know, you definitely should feel comfortable around a close friend telling them what you think, mm-hmm. and they want you to be honest if they ask you what do you think about my girlfriend, you know. So, in that case, you know, I would speak my mind, right? Right. I think a lot of our listeners would too. You you know what my thought is 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 and it's pretty similar to that comment we got is that. It, like I, I in, in the past I have not I haven't really I've never hated any of my friends girlfriends but there's been s- certain girlfriends that I've gotten along with better than others mm-hmm. sure right I mean that's yeah. um and and but it would be weird I think if if I like slightly just didn't get along with one and I like went to go tell my buddy like hey like I think this negative thing about your girlfriend that negative thing about your girlfriend like you know, yeah, is that it's not that's not a very necessary? man man thing to do. It's kind of a yeah. You know, it's funny know, because I don't like see men doing that too often. Right. Yeah, like I like if you don't like a couple things about her, like we really wouldn't say anything. No, if 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 my friend I think is being yeah like put is being put in a bad situation due to Look, that. I did crazy. None of y'all said something, so. I don't know. I want you to if y'all being good friends or not. <laughs> well, now you have to say who who, who which we never saw you. Know what you're talking about. No, I'm not saying that. You disappeared. <laughs> you disappeared. Yeah, that that you just, you yeah. disappeared. That, that should have been red flag number one. It yeah. was a red flag, but you were you were seduced. No you were seduced by the pussy. No one. <laughs> I was gonna say. I don't think it was just. I'm making an assumption control. who you're talking about, but yeah, didn't even can't say that I knew her all that well. Exactly. Yeah. I I didn't know her. I didn't see her. The yeah. one time I did meet her, I was like. Mm. I don't know, but you seemed happy. See, so and then y'all should have. But that's it, right? Something. Because you, because but your, you never your asked. friend seems happy, and you don't you know never her asked, well enough. Though. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. If you don't know her well enough, how how can you really? Ma- you exactly. It'd be so. It'd be it'd be too judgmental if you don't if you don't didn't really know her. 
to be like, hey, Cassie, this girl's this and that. But I, I don't know. I don't even know her. All right. Look, In any case, it's the past. So It's the past. It's been there. You know, it's done with, right? So I hope you all would say something about the new girl. We can have an off off a podcast. Hater! Let me, let, me, <laughs> let me bust out my notebook. <laughs> just, just, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> we're kidding, we're kidding. We're kidding. <laughs> no, we no but yeah, I mean, that's it. it. I mean, I think, yeah, I think if you didn't, unless it was, yeah, unless it, your buddy was like really struggling because of it, it's like, okay, then you gotta, you gotta. You wanna know, you wanna know one reason, and I'll just say like a generalization, I'm not gonna go yeah, like too it, in, in detail, but yeah. one reason why, because you are both in relationships, mm-hmm. one reason why I think you're with fantastic women is because they make well, an don't effort. Don't tell them that. Now their head's going to blow up. <laughs> okay. Well, they're great. <laughs> great people. They're good people, though. But I'm also, kidding. they make an effort to, like, hang out with your friends and get to know your friends. That's a big, mm-hmm. the big thing. And I think women appreciate when guys do that with their friends, too. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's got to go both yeah. ways. got to go both ways. But I'm just saying, like, that's one in- indicator, a green flag, if you will, that somebody is, like, you know, a, a keeper or they're, like, you know, a good match, right? How they're, they interact. They're making with the people an effort. That you like. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But in this, but even that being said, there's there you can have two good people that don't necessarily get along. Wouldn't you agree with that? So yeah, uh, yeah I mean, there, there's you could just be in a good relationship and just like you know, I don't, I don't. There's just something not there, right? No spark. Yeah. No spark. Yeah, and just because you're in a good relationship doesn't mean. It's gonna work out like long term. Yeah, but I mean, even just even just the the you know your significant other and your friend, they could both be good people. They don't necessarily need to have a spark, but they would have uh, a friendship. Just, just but like, they just have, don't totally get along. Yeah, they don't mesh well together. Yeah, yeah. I think that's not that's not because they're not right for each other. That's not unreasonable to have two good people who are just yeah, supposed to be friends, not really enjoy. It's a yeah. good counterpoint to to this whole principle is that like if you give your opinion. Your friend is not, by any means, you know, obligated to take it no. and listen to it. It's just input, you know, that sure. they should listen to. Um, but ultimately, it's their decision. Yeah. And ultimately, yeah. that's the benefit of, like, you know, having a, a few friends that you can ask what their honest opinion is. Because if you got, like, one friend that's like, oh, I, don't know, I don't really like her. And, and then something you have off a tenant lover. Tenant lover. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe. Right. But if you, like, have all of your friends being like, mm, I don't know, <laughs> right. man. Like, you know, she right. keeps you know, stealing your money. So why do ten not steal your money? <laughs> why do ten people? Why are ten people seeing something that I'm not? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which is yeah. Uh, that's that certainly would be eye opening. So that's a good. It, it is an interesting question though because there is yeah there. I, I could see it. So then when it comes down to it, like I probably if I didn't like somebody that my friends dated, I just didn't like their personality or attitude. I probably wouldn't say anything. But like if she was. Um, you know, being like verbally abusive or like I caught her like fooling around or on a dating app, like a Zom founder on Bumble or something like mm-hmm. th- then I would, I would say something like, yeah, like, you know, like, yeah, this is going down, man. That's, there is, there is a little bit of a, uh, there's a time period, isn't there? When you, when, when your buddy's first meeting a girl where you can, you could probably be a little bit more vocal about that mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, like, you know, hypothetically, Azam meets a girl out, and we all meet her for the second time to hang out. I think we could, we, we, you definitely have, you have more leeway to say something at that point and be like, Azam, this girl's a little weird. Or this girl's this, you know? And then, but then if you were to, to have dated her for a while and then we got to know her, um, then it would be, it would be more probably, it would feel, at least feel a little bit more petty to be like, I don't like this about her. It's like, well, why are you telling me that? Well, what if the opposite happens? They've been dating for like two, four years and, that person like changes 
and they're not the same per the same nice person mm. they were anymore. That they just just become mean and kind of like a, a bad person to hang around with. Like, would you say something then? Then I think you would have. To, yeah. Then I think you would because of the fact that it's that person's no longer consistent. Would you so know at like, that okay, point what, anymore? Because they gradually change into this different person. I feel like you like you see it like being on the outside. Like, like if you hang around them, like you would have to see. You wouldn't maybe see like everything that's happening. But you would definitely see like little flashes of it and stuff, or like see like how they interact. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. everybody's been around like couples who fight, and you're just like, yo, they probably aren't good together. And, like, you definitely like see a little bit of like the tip of the iceberg about what might actually be happening behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but everyone fights. All couples fight. I guess when it spills over into like, you know. The, you know, outside of your public. little bubble into the public, then yeah. it's usually indicative of something else. But you know, yeah, sure. Fighting is a natural like it comes up when you spend a lot of time with someone. Right. Being able to work and communicate and, your way through it—that's a whole other deal, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. And what if? And yeah, well, I guess we maybe have already touched on this, but like, what if you don't like this thing about this girl that your buddy's dating, but he likes that exact thing? You know, maybe there's just a difference of opinions there, where it's like it's blinded yeah. by the yeah. Maybe he likes, maybe he likes mean women. <laughs> yeah, you right. know, maybe. maybe he likes being yeah. put down. Right, and like certainly. So that see, like, that has to be taken into account too. You might, you might be, you're probably thinking about, oh, I, this person is is this way or that way, and and this is in in my interest what I would like, but maybe that's not in my. My friend's interest, but either way, if it's if it's seemingly da- damaging to the relationship, I think you have to. Say I something. think I think the the point is is that a friend, a friend's opinion, would pretty much always be like objective. You would hope, right? Mm-hmm. Like they don't have an ulterior motive to dislike someone. They're not blinded by the fact right. that you're like you're. God, there's friends with that them. do that, right? They like specifically want to try to like break people up. Like um, that I don't know why. I don't yeah. know why that happens, but but you would think that your friend jealousy, security, some, some maybe jealousy. jealousy even something. yeah, they, even they it's a guy like friend. They're like, they're hey man, you're never around anymore. I, yeah. I guess see, mm-hmm. I see women doing that more often than guys. Like they just want to like hang out with their girls. Like especially one girl's been single for a while, and she's like, well, I want my friend to be single too, so I, like we can go out and no, oh, yeah, right, you know, doesn't know, want the dance new with guys to be and, Yeah, so the, the boyfriend's always like a bad guy to them, right? Exactly. That's tough. That's tough to as a boyfriend that like sees that, or if I were a boyfriend in that situation, how do you deal with that? You don't want to, you don't want to like tell your girlfriend that her friend is being irrational. Yeah. But you also, I, I mean, don't know. you gotta. I think you have to point it out to your girlfriend, but then also hope that they are smart enough to realize I like, see that too. Right. For sure. You know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um, or just break up with her and just be like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, your friend's crazy. Yeah, your, your friend's crazy. She's making you crazy. Yeah. I don't want to be around this anymore. Yeah, I don't want, uh, I want, I want to become crazy. I'll find something else. <laughs> I'm yeah. out. She's causing fights between us. This is too much of a hassle anymore. All right. Well, I'll see you later. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe she's just an, an evil woman. You know? Mm. That would that that brings me uh, to to the Doug's Dilemma. The Doug's, Doug's Dilemma. Hold on, Doug. Hold on, Doug. Well, you know the drop. drop? You know the drop? Oh my gosh, my favorite Dear drop. Journal, it's me, Doug. You know, last week my life was just about perfect. Wow. <laughs> Every week I, I listen for more. and but, uh, you know, yeah, I really want to. I'm going to look up that episode. And I, see I, I, I do too, yeah. yeah. I just typed um, in like Doug 
and YouTube. Yeah. Was like one of the first things. <laughs> nice. That I'm going to pull it up for sure. Um, okay, yeah. So for Doug's dilemma this week, um, this is this is a good one. This is like you know, kind of like we were just talking about, like with uh, you know, trying to figure out why you know people act the way they do. So the question is, um, do you think anyone is inherently bad or evil? Um, is it possible to be like gen- uh, genetically like predisposed? Uh, to evil behavior towards others or is like the negative human behavior just like a product of your environment? So are you, are you always, you know, are you born evil? Is, is that something that, that can be genetically passed? Is it hereditary? Is it, is there anybody who, or you think it's only like, are some people just bad? I guess is, is really the question. I am going to give a non-scientific answer to this um Mm -hmm. to that question because like as i'm not super religious but i do kind of like adhere to certain principles of of my faith and one of the the main points that's made is that all babies are born like innocent and without sin Mm -hmm. and based off of that i would say no no baby is born evil they're all pure the baby can't do any harm right it's Mm -hmm. helpless until maybe about like a few years old when it can start wrecking shit. Right. Um, and maybe even a few years after that when it starts interacting with other kids and like, you know, it becomes that that's when the, the personality traits come out. Yeah. Um, we well, you know it's one, one of the interesting things that I've, I've noticed is in, and this is particularly in the case of somebody with a, a mental illness, but you find somebody who's, you know, maybe highly anxious, highly depressed. Um, would that by nature make them, you know, do more more harmful things. Um, particularly with somebody maybe who's depressed. Maybe you know, maybe they see things in a more negative light. Maybe they'd want somebody's to, you know, like a I mean, schizophrenic, or right. But that's not <clears throat> evil. I'm not saying it's evil, but maybe. But like, if but if 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 that would be more inclined and again, maybe to th- listen to these voices that are in their head. But again, it's still not evil. I think you have to distinguish between somebody. You have to distinguish between like. Good and evil, and somebody who has a mental disorder. Mm-hmm. Mental disorder is it's it's not like fair to attribute those actions to them being a bad person. They have no control in some sense. You know, mm-hmm. someone who's schizophrenic who has like multiple personality disorder, you know, all these different autistic or they're on the spectrum. They don't really have any control over that. I don't think that that dictates like whether they're good or bad you, but you know and, and we have to talk about that's a different discussion we have right. to focus on people who are of sound mind fair okay. enough fair enough and so right. and so another thought then okay if we're not if so we have to exclude you know baby you know babies and toddlers you know maybe that's that would be a, a you know a poor a poor group to use for for, for the you know, <laughs> very for poor the, group to use fast for forward the ex- to like experiment. maybe so like maybe when they're older they, yeah. they've had experiences Adults, probably particularly negative experiences. 21 and older even so even middle schoolers because that's where it's formed you have the right. people that are bad when they're that become you know quote unquote evil and that is formed when they are younger as kids you know and, and i think yeah, i think I agree with Azam on that you have to think about like what when they're in elementary school or middle school and they start interacting with their peers you know um you kind of see these manifestations of of like just bullying and and um like malicious intent and certain like manipulation and that comes from somewhere that comes from probably i think you you mentioned whether it's their environment Mm -hmm. or if it's just ingrained 
I tend to believe that it comes be- from like an environment they're raised in. Yeah, right. Probably a, so, uh, this is it's a nature versus nurture discussion. Correct. Sure. I think it's nurture is what causes uh, people to become evil. Like the, well, the, the the Ted Bundys and yeah. um, the Jeff Jeffrey Dahmers and everything. Yeah. Well, well, look at look at the Unabomber Ted Kaczynski. Yeah, he was a professor genius brilliant mathematician born and, into an affluent family an too. affluent family yeah but he ended up getting selected to participate in the cs the cia's mk ultra program or something while he was at harvard while he was at harvard university mm-hmm. and because of that experience he came out brainwashed and just completely like mm-hmm. kind of anti-technology anti-government and then he moved to fucking montana built this cabin and started sending out bombs yeah. with and he wrote his manifesto and everything that's an example of somebody who was completely just you know ruined by the, the society and, the, right. and, the, and the, that particular right. project right yeah so one of the things uh, i don't i think it would be very difficult to argue in the fact that typically with somebody who you know exhibits any sort of bad behavior evil behavior had probably pretty poor experiences negative experiences leading up to that point Right, you're not going to find many people probably from like a good household that grew up and just ended up, you know, doing doing you know these evil things, so to speak. But where I would argue that there is some divergence is when there's people who have had pretty negative and um, you know kind of rough upbringings, we'll say, and then at some point they've made a decision to do bad things, and 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 then there's others who have had probably a pretty similar upbringing choose to do to not do bad things. So what do you think makes that what what causes that split in the road so to speak you know where you like why why someone someone had a conscious decision at some point assuming assumingly that you can ha- you can make that conscious decision to do something mm-hmm. evil that you right I mean like you, you, let's say you know Azam and I had a very similar upbringing it was both really rough and mm-hmm. Azam though decided to try to turn his life around and I decided to start you know become a serial killer what, what do you think made that what what makes that you know kind of I, I think split in the past. let's take a step back from serial killer and go to like something that is quote unquote n- not nice, maybe evil. I don't know, like, but but not as serious as killing somebody. Mm-hmm. Say like shoplifting. Right? Okay. We know that's a bad oh, no. thing. Well, no, we're robbing a bank. If you want to go more like aggressive, yeah, we know people that don't necessarily evil people don't necessarily rob banks. Like some people are just desperate for money, ex- and that's the point I'm trying to make: is that people will justify their actions. And in their mind, it is not a bad thing. But unequivocally, taking a gun and holding it at somebody and demanding money is a bad and evil thing to do. Mm-hmm. Even if the justification is that, oh, well, I'm fucking starving and I can't get a job and I just am trying to provide for my family, it's still like not a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. And and Maybe. that's and that's the difference I think is that between somebody who like is evil or fucking crazy. I think the, the I don't even know if that person is evil, but they definitely are not. They're not like. It almost seems like maybe good. it's like the decision making process or something. It's like the the way in which that they, the way in which that they structure their thoughts. You know that would be the, maybe the difference between these two brains that chose different paths. Is that one person would just handle this this scenario the the way that their options appeared different to one than it than it appeared to the other, where one person saw. A more optimistic view where they could change their life, and one yeah. person saw a more pessimistic view and thought, "Oh, I don't have. I have to give up here, and I have to start doing bad things in order to." I mean, well, <laughs> sort of or there's just, or there's just something like um, Ted Bundy. 
he's, he's everywhere, like Netflix and everything. Everybody's doing a special on Ted Bundy right now, but it's proven mm-hmm. he's a sociopath, so he doesn't have feelings. He, he doesn't feel empathy or he can't relate to people. A lot of serial right? killers are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think so that's, that kind of goes into our mental issue thing, right? It, then it's d- like, it does. Maybe that person... Then what that causes would, them to become a serial killer? Though. Cross why, fucking why wires, man. Why would you want to kill somebody? Yeah. Even, if you, even if you are sociopathic, you can't... Because I think it's also been proven that like, there's a lot of people that are sitting in power that are sociopaths, too. Oh, yeah. But they, don't, they haven't necessarily killed anybody. Maybe they've been a little right. ruthless. Of course they've killed people. business. Of course they've killed people, though. Like If you think about people in power that run the, the certain governments, they're making decisions on a daily basis that affect... Whether it's not directly pointing a gun at you. I was talking about government. Someone. I was talking about big business. But Still, I mean, there are, you can you can read a bunch of corporations that they make a decision to like cut off their supply chain from this country and they go to this other country because it's cheaper and they're going to exploit yeah. those workers and stuff. Indirectly. Obviously, when you don't, yeah, it's indirectly like affecting someone. But I would I would argue that okay, so certain individuals that did things that were terrible, like even like Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, they probably in their head didn't think what they were doing was evil. They justified it because they thought it would benefit the greater good. It's almost like the Stanford prison it's, experiment. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a, there's Which a, is, that, that thing, whole, it's, it's wild how you can just justify to yourself. Yeah. Like it's just, you're following it's orders. Good. You're not doing something bad. Right. Exactly. You know, that's what they all thought. They were like, Oh, well we're taking orders. We're, we're, we're bowing down to authority. So yeah. this is what, this is what we're supposed to do. You have to kind of like, themselves. I think what separates someone from, we keep going back to like mentally sound and not mentally sound, but somebody who is capable of, of objectively assessing a situation, if they have a set of ethics that they follow, you know, mm-hmm. then they you can, you can determine and, and base your actions yeah. based off of what will benefit the greater good. Right. So there, there's, yeah, and so and, and that argument is just about a... Uh, I guess an alignment of their moral compass, right? Is, is is it? Do they have a moral compass? And if they do, what what are the boundaries of that? We all face that on a daily basis at our own work too. You know, it's like say you're an engineer, you're a civil engineer, designing a bridge, and you have to balance like, you know, maybe I can go with this safety factor, and if I, you know, it, it's a minimum standard allowed um, to construct this bridge, and it will save our company a lot of money because we can procure these much cheaper, you know, um, products and, and, and construction tools or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know that it's not going to withstand the, or, and have the longevity of a bridge that would, you know, um, be better off built with a higher safety factor. It's like little decisions like that, you know? Right. And that's how you lead to people fucking up and bridges falling down, like the Tacoma Narrows Bridge in, in Tacoma. This was like 20, 30 years ago. And I don't know. It's just like, there, there are certain decisions that people make that maybe they don't even think that it's a bad decision. Mm-hmm. They just have to make one and they justify for certain reasons. And sure. You live with it. Right. So what do you think? Are people inherently bad? No. Or good? I think they're inherently good. Yeah, I, think, I, w- I want to say that maybe, they're, maybe they even are inherently neutral. Oh. And then that, then, then that it gets decided along the way. Um, you know, maybe maybe you're not even necessarily inherently kind, but you're. I, I don't know. I want to. I, I want to think it's it's it just it is somewhere in the middle, but I don't know. Um, I, I think maybe all of humanity averages out averages out to somewhere in the middle, but I think maybe. there are certain individuals who are more predisposed to being 
more generous, more kind. Some people that are like not as generous, but by no means evil, mm-hmm. you know, but they just, you know, I think there's a spectrum. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would lean towards, um, people are more inherently good mm-hmm. as a whole. Um, and then there's a, a million, maybe billion other factors that plays into that after you're born to yeah. determine who you are. Have you guys ever met, like, just random people while traveling? Sure. Um, what, what, what do you mean specifically? Locals. Some randos? Yeah. No, no. With lo- <laughs> locals <laughs> of any... Did I share the story about the one time my dad and I had to hitchhike? Oh, yeah, you did on here. Yeah, on, yeah, the, on, the, on the podcast? Yeah, you yeah. did, yeah. So yeah, that's just one example. Like, and then exactly. a lot of times when you go and you travel and people, like, they get anxious and nervous for good reason. You should kind of keep your guard up. You know, you're a little vulnerable. You stick yep. out like a sore thumb. There are people out there that want to take advantage. But by and large, you know, I think a lot of people out there are just trying to live their life, right. trying to provide for their family, do their job or whatever. And people will go out of their way to help you if you ask for it. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll try and, like, be, help you get to where you need to go or even like pay for a meal and feed for you and i think that's some, doing something like traveling outside mm-hmm. of the country you're gonna go to machu picchu yeah man some people there that like you just the, the amount of kindness and, and like the amount of generosity that people have out there they'll give even though they don't really have much even though they mm-hmm. live in a third world country and that 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 i think is one of the reasons why i i like when people go traveling and i encourage people to go travel because you meet a lot of people that you would never think that they have an evil bone in their body right no 100 percent. i hope i hope hope there's more good than bad yeah (laughs) for sure definitely that is another doug's dilemma I am dumb. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one yet. I had to. I had to. We had to. We had to bring it back. Of course, you know that. All right, that wraps it up. What are we all doing this weekend? What have we got going on? Today is Friday for us. Yeah, this is nice. We're yeah, we're podcasting early on a Friday. I'm gonna go to gym after this, and then probably go to sleep. And then wow. tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to a work barbecue, and then uh, we got a buddy who turns thirty, so he's got a little. A little coffee shop rented out, and he's going to have a band and an open bar, and so do that tomorrow. So looking forward to mm-hmm. that. We're, yeah. we're all in town this weekend, but it sounds like it's going to be low-key. Yeah. Low key. Well, uh, hey, Azam is um, yeah, having a cookout, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I am. The cookout. We're going to have um, a nice little barbecue, front lawn party at my place. Hopefully the weather holds up and it's sunny tomorrow, and maybe just go out and, and PB. be like kind of like the 4th of July party. A lot of people come over and it'll be fun. And then maybe my buddy might be taking his boat out on Sunday. So yeah. Round two. Yeah, me, um, tonight I'm just chilling, uh, getting ready for Peru. Gotta gotta take care of some things, you know, before I leave for the trip. Um, Yeah, one week, right? One week. You've been practicing your Spanish? I've been practicing Duolingo, man. They've been teaching me everything. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) How to how to order, how to travel. How'd you say noisy boys? Um, yeah, noisio. <laughs> Boyos. Uh, yeah, ninos. Ninos, yeah. Ninos ruidos. Yeah, what? Ninos ruidos. Ninos ruidos. Ruidos. Ninos. Ninos doritos. I got it. He's going to end up getting chips when he orders Listen to the podcast. Uh, how do you say original thoughts, though? Pensamientos originales. In 
Encinitas. Pensamientos. 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 Oh, pensamientos. Pensamientos originales. Ooh, pensamientos originales. Doritos. <laughs> and some Fritos. <laughs> and some Fritos. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, everyone, have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe. Like our photos. We'll like you back. <laughs> Peace out. Have a great weekend.